0: Then the chief goodness officer himself, brand fuel co-founder, PPAI board member, big hearted band together, North Carolina founder, Mr. Danny Rosen himself, because we know Danny will ask me the hard questions and we'll get to the reasons not only behind what's happening, but why. Danny, I'm scared. (laughs) giddy up man this is going to be a fun ride all righty danny says so ladies and gentlemen
1: so here we go yeah glad to be here to uh i guess introduce you to the world again anew
0: um recently so sick of me they don't want to hear this anymore (laughs) danny
1: (laughs) i think change is good roger change is good especially this one I'm, i'm really proud of what you're uh what you're what you're doing now i i wanted to before we got going here i wanted to talk a little bit about um mary oliver who just passed she's this pulitzer winner winning prize winner she's this amazing american poet and, she, and she's gone now but she left us with um some amazing work and there are two quotes i wanted to read um and the first one and it's relevant obviously to this and the first one is when it's over i want to say all my life i was a bride married to amazement i was the bridegroom taking the world into my arms. I love that quote. But how we're going to kick this thing off is is everyone's favorite quote, which is, tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life, Roger? Tell us a little bit about this big change in your life. And as we talk about this awesome new business um, that you're starting with Social Good Promotions, I want to know a little bit about what that is, and also um, you're so invested in what we're doing with the Promo Cares initiative. Um, what are the differences between the two?
0: Oh boy! All right. Okay, all right. Get it, so brother. the whole The whole thing is to make the world a better place. I mean that that's what this is all about. The distinction, I suppose, between Promo Cares and what I would do going forward is, I I wouldn't be able to have the confidence to realize what the world needs from what our medium can provide without having made the investment in the time that I've made to learn about what our medium already does. Mm. And had we not collectively and you and I, I guess really at the beginning of it made the decision to try to find that out. I don't think I'm sitting here today and I don't think we're having this conversation. What I have witnessed in the time that I was observing the economy as through the lens of promo cares, what I came to realize was just how impactful what we do can be. I believe so fervently in what that means as far as taking it to market that I'm willing to change what I'm doing to reflect that. And so, you know, what what we've seen from the promo care side of things is that PromoCares really has has shined a very bright light on those pockets of goodness that are already going on in the industry. And more importantly, by shining that light, what we've done is we've revealed to the participants that each other exists. wasn't happening before and demonstrably has been different since we've decided to do it in recognizing and and being able to build those bridges between those places, both distributors and suppliers, what it makes you realize is we have a real market opportunity and I would be better served showing others how to do it than trying to dictate that people do it by inspiration. I want to be the inspirer as part of the community of people who are performing inspiring acts and feel like i have a better opportunity to do that as a distributor by virtue of what it allows me to do in the community in which i'm in more so than necessarily what i as a supplier can do for those distributors in the communities that they're in i want to ask you about um
1: so you're starting this distributorship you're you're going out on on a Lim here, and you're starting this organization called Social Good Promotions, which is a great name, by the way. I think it's uh, it's perfect. It says what you do, which is what so many of us in branding, uh, you know beg our customers and and probably look at our own brand sometimes and, and scratch our heads and wish we had something like this. So kudos on the name. This is doing something that is not everything to everyone. Uh-huh. Social good promotions is is taking a stand. To do something very specific. Yes. Talk about that, just yeah. so listeners
0: know. Yeah. So, if social good promotions is a good name, I, I hope you'll like the tagline, which is purpose-driven branding. Nice. And the idea here is our expectation is that there will only be a certain amount of the marketplace that will be interested in connecting purpose with their brand. And what we want to be seen as is the thought leader and expert in the place when someone makes that decision. I want to organize our supply chain around what we already know exists when it comes to what our suppliers in the space are doing to make the world a better place and use those products as part of our mission, which is actually to help with those efforts of the nonprofit organizations in the communities in which we serve to help do a better job or get more resources or whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish by virtue of the connections that we might be able to provide them to brands who are seeking more purpose. So our expectation is we can develop campaigns on behalf of the needs of the marketplace that our mission serves and then connect that with the uh, desire of brands seeking opportunities to be able to provide that value to uh, people in need so um, It's a lot of work necessarily to be able to get that done But when your mission is purpose tra- purpose-based and focused more on the objectives of the nonprofits that we'd like to serve it Makes it very clear and transparent to the brands who might approach us around the work that we might actually be able to do for them so it, you're exactly right it absolutely will not be for everyone but from what I've been able to witness and the statistics that you and I have been able to unearth and the discussions that I've been able to have with end buyers over the course of the last year has proven to me that there's absolutely a growing appetite and need and want for this. And someone, someones, not just me, my expectation is if I'm successful doing it, I want to help be able to spread that message into our marketplace, to be able to help other distributors to be able to do that in places that I can't reach, to be able to then help literally make the world a better place by virtue of our efforts.
1: So, so we're, we're in this uh, you know, 29,000 or so distributors competing for market share. Yeah. Um, I think what you're saying is maybe the, the rising tide really raises all ships. You're, you're saying that even though it's a competitive environment, that in your business focused on doing social good, helping nonprofits ultimately, but, but likely I would think through the corporate dollar, Uh, Through their marketing efforts where there's dollars to help community and to guide them how to market themselves better Using the power of promotional products. You actually think you could probably inspire other Distributors and suppliers to do more Uh,
0: What we've all watched in our space is When someone recognizes a winning formula that identifies with the way they'd like to go to market We're fast to move in that direction. What we've typically not been fast to do is to identify those places where that would be strategic for us to try to do. And so by, by using the combination of what I believe makes the world a better place in combination with sound business strategy at this moment in commerce, it's just smart business. And what we've spent the last year doing is chronicling and documenting the stories of people who've told us time and time and time again about the ways that doing good has been good for their business. And I just can't imagine not wanting to try and see if this actually can apply from someone doing it literally with no preconceived uh, notion, no Uh, No baggage that I'm bringing. I mean, we're literally building a distributorship from scratch today using the foundational concepts that we've recognized around the research that we've done in our marketplace and coupled it with all of the uh, selling experience that I have from my time just being in strategic and enterprise sales and saying, it seems like this is the right combination of things. And you, Danny, know better than most, but what most people who listen to me know is like, I'm most gratified when more than me is successful with a strategy. So absolutely, this is meant to be given away to the rest of the space in ways that I think that can be beneficial. And, you know, it goes back to the discussion, the original discussion about making sure that we were going to be able to maintain the integrity and the authenticity of promo cares. And it was a common refrain that we would hear over and over and over again is this notion of authenticity and my point has always been each person supplier or distributor has the freedom to use what we've built from promo cares to inform their own businesses in the way that they want to and what i'm saying is this is the way i see the way i want to do it and i'm going to show the results by virtue of the way we want to run the business as to whether or not it's successful so if nothing else, we'll all learn hopefully something in the process.
1: Yeah, yeah. The um, it, I don't know how many years ago I said it. I think people sort of laughed at it, and now I believe it's coming true. And you, you are epitomizing it with this this shift in your business. I, I had said something like, you know, I I want the future of marketing to be philanthropy. Yes. I want to see businesses put their marketing budgets towards helping communities, focusing on supply chain, looking at their employees as as integral parts of the business, not just the bottom line. So when we think about, you know, what's happening in the retail space, what Bono is doing with Red, with Tom's one-to-one, and and all the amazing things that retailers are doing, I mean, I think we're primed for an opportunity in the B2B space. And I think you're probably a little early on this one, which, you know, Uh, who, I I hope you end up being incredibly successful. Like we're all rooting for you always, but with this one, you know, we're rooting for you to do well because you're going to help other people.
0: It's, Um, and it's edgy. I'm edgy now. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room question. This is a big one for me, you know, you and, and Bill and David Schultz and Tony Wavering and I, and we're, we're all working really hard at this, um, at this thing called Promo Cares. And there's all these other folks that are helping along the way too. But in the boardroom, I I think we scratch our heads a little bit. This is, it's not news to us, uh, you know, but it's how do you sit in the boardroom at Promo Cares an all volunteer initiative uh, in the industry and and all of a sudden start a really, it's ultimately a for-profit business around some of this kind of work. So the elephant in the room question is, how are you going to keep yourself from not profiting from the work that you're you 've done and that you will continue to do, I hope with promo
0: cares that that would be bad, and especially for a company named Social good promotions, sort of would be a flat tire getting right out of the starting gate so um, it, it's a it's a purposeful part of my own decision making process when it comes to being conscious of where The efforts that we are collectively making as an industry to make the world a better place don't intersect with my own efforts to do the same. And so I guess what I'd say, Danny, is I believe I have a better opportunity to what I'll call lead from the front here, which is to to live out on the tip of that spear, if you will, in a way that I can report back to the rest of the community on what's going on. Um, from my perspective in much the same way like imagine if our spirit animal denise from fairware hadn't been in the boardroom with us she you know she doesn't live there in that space with us but certainly if we invited her in she would be able to use her experience from the way she's built her distributorship to help inform what what our efforts around promo cares would do so i think in reality my efforts in 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 business now are actually going to be more beneficial for promo cares, because I'll have a much larger larger sample size of what is and isn't being successful in the marketplace with respect to a distributor whose sole purpose is really built around social good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I mean, I think you're gonna be under a microscope and I think
1: it's a good thing. I think most distributors are not. Uh, but I think when there is, you've got probably like one side of the people who are like naysayers and they don't trust. And a lot of people don't trust brands like what's Roger up to, um, you know, is he profiting from all this work he's done on the volunteer side and you've done so, I mean, gosh, you were freaking volunteer of the year. I mean, you, you have gotten the accolades and I think you've proven to most of us, which is the other side, which is where I sit. Like I'm, I'm a cheerleader. I want to see you succeed because I know you're going to do this, you know, with the right um, focus and vision and and the in the interest of helping other people in mind, but you 're going to make a living doing this, and I think if you can do both, then yeah. you win
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean right they say good is good for business, yeah. and I would tell you man, nothing for nothing, going back and re listening to all nine hours of promo care 's podcast that got recorded in two thousand and eighteen as I kind of chopped those things up and put together the end of the year episodes that no one wanted to really spend the time listening to. But, <laughs> but what it did for me was it was a great reminder of we really, regardless of whether it was a supplier or a distributor or someone from outside the industry or someone in an executive position or someone working as a cu- customer service rep for someone in our space, the answers to the questions over and over and over again were the same thing. Am I profiting from it? Will dollars come to me because of what I did? If we spend all of our time trying to teach people how to go where they're going, where we, where we suggest they might want to go, I'm really kind of the living example of if you immerse yourself in it like I did. If you spend the time really listening to the messages of those people who have gone before us and done the work that we've not yet done i'm saying i'm so inspired by what they've done that i'm willing to try and really to me it's it should to me it should serve as like if you're listening to this and you're doubting me whatsoever then you probably can root for me to fail and you'll say well see it didn't work out for him in the end but the people who are the cheerleaders might go well damn if it works for him then what might i want to do to change my business to help me move in this direction too so I believe in you when you say I'll be under the microscope. And if I'm doing it the way we all think I will, call me anytime. Ask me anything about what's going on. Pick my brain about what I'm hearing and seeing and benefit from the work that's going on. Not after it's done when maybe you feel like I want a deal that you didn't win. Call me when you're trying to figure something out and let's work on it together because I want you to be just as successful as me. Because to your original point, what we're trying to do here is PPAI goes from relational or transactional to relational is what we're trying to prove to the world is our medium is better. And what I'm saying is I think by virtue of the work that we're doing here, we can show to the world just how much more valuable our medium is. And I don't want to be the only one doing that. I want to, I want to be, I want to, I'm mimicking the kindness container. I'm mimicking all of the things that I'm watching other people do. And saying, I'm inspired to do something similar. And I'm hoping that maybe some other people get inspired by what I do too. That's awesome, man. That uh, that was said with a lot of passion and
1: conviction. Um, and I think those are the, the those people who have passion and conviction are, are successful in business. So um, I think as long as you take yourself out of the boardroom at Promo Cares when there's a conflict of interest, I think when you have a what I call a corporate funny tummy feeling, right. uh, which is sort of a way of just saying, you know, my gut doesn't feel right on this decision or this business opportunity. I need to turn it away. I think if you have some of those scenarios and you take the high road and do the right thing, you're going to be in great shape. Um, And and you will. And I, I, you know, I know I know you well enough to know that you're going to call me and others around you to say, Hey, Melissa, is this the right thing or not? Um, (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's easy to take a buck. It's easy to make a a decision that's um, that's going to profit you, but it's, it's a lot harder and way more important and, um, and, and also says a lot about you in terms of standing for things when you know there's a conflict there. So
0: yeah, and, um, and you're going to get a clear money. idea of who you serve, right? And yeah. it goes yeah, yeah. back to the whole notion of what Denise and her just so blessed simplicity of understanding based on all of the years she's been in business. Her message is ask yourself first who you serve. And if what you are being asked to do doesn't fit with who you serve, then the answer is no. And, and I guess, yeah, Danny, what I would tell you is from the suppliers that we would choose to the people we might hire to the customers we might attract, I have an idea of who the tribe should look like, and I have a, an idea of where the tummy might get funny. My decisions are relatively easy to make based on how we're establishing ourselves as an organization, and the inconsistencies will make themselves much more apparent, much more quickly than someone who is less narrow in what they're trying to accomplish. Uh, so, Brand
1: Fuel is, is a fairly traditional supplier that's sort of birthed a bunch of crazy things that are not, diff- not the same. So, you yeah. know, the experiences and the you know, virtual swag and all the stuff we do. And, I, and now I'm thinking, okay, what are you going to do to differentiate? You know, I think about Jonathan and, and Brandon Logistics and your friendship and what you guys have done there. Of growing that business, but also your relationship with the promo movement and the things that you guys have done with Otterbox cares and some things like that, you now have an opportunity to really go back and, and sell that product, um, and sell the suite of product and you know the uh the warrior retreat product to, to yeah. sell the patriot line at Hirsch Gift. You are now positioned, in my opinion, better than anyone to focus on these suppliers that are giving it a shot in the promo cares arena. So is there a plan around that? And what what are you thinking about doing and what else are you going to do to differentiate?
0: I envision our supply chain only consisting of those people that I can point to promo care certification to, if they've not gotten that far yet, if I can, I, I really want to be in the position where once I've identified a need on the buyer's end, we're not recreating the supply chain every time. We're pulling from a curated collection of products and services from those suppliers that fit into the social good supply chain that we've created. And what I'm hoping is by making the resource pool somewhat more scarce, that it'll force us to be more creative. And what the creativity would will be built from is a deeper knowledge of what the needs will be of those people who will come to us around wanting to build that connection between purpose and their brand we'll spend some typical time that any distributor would do in discovery and trying to narrow down but once we've gotten to that place instead of it necessarily being just a here's your products and price breaks and all of the typicals that go along with what a quote would look like it will be all of those things of course but then it would also be a reflection of what we've unearthed with respect to how the purchases they're making might connect with the purpose that they're seeking so clearly we've got to organize our supply chain probably in a slightly different way so that as we're going through discovery and coming to an understanding of where those connections need to be, we can play the Rubik's Cube game of understanding who's going to be the right subset of vendors for us to be presenting and at what price point and those things. But it should make sourcing relatively more simply more simple for us just by nature of the the the, the vision it'll create and who will be or won't be presented from when we're out there in the market. Jack, the uh, promo cares criteria. I just pulled it up so,
1: so our listeners can understand. If you're a, you know, if you're a supplier um, and, and you're looking to get connected to promo cares and having uh, that certification that we're working on still, generally speaking right now, here's where we've landed. It's a, a minimum of 1% of revenue, revenue donated in cash a minimum of 1% of revenue equivalent to dollars in product donated at cost, not retail, right. a minimum of 5% of net profit before tax donated in cash. And these are all to 501c3 organizations where the funds would go. Um, a minimum of 1% of staff's time in volunteering. I love that one. And then 10% or more of total positions are filled by individuals with special needs. Mm. And so that company who does those things uh, any combination of those things can, can get certified. And then, and then the companies that aren't able to go the full gamut yet on the supplier side, they can get uh, certified at the product level. And that would mean uh, if a product is associated with a minimum of 5% cash donation as a percent of the gross sale going back to a cause or a minimum of 10% of in-kind donations as a percent of gross sales over the course of a year. And so now we've created these two ways for these suppliers to really be recognized and just, I guess fall into the wheelhouse of, of the product lines
0: that you will focus on selling, right? Well, and not only that, but then our, our own social enterprise that social good promotions will have, which is we want to align with nonprofits across the entire uh, spectrum of the human existence. So from birth to death, we want, across the human life cycle, we wanna have nonprofit partners that we are supporting in each of those phases. So we'll support, you know, neonatal organizations, early childhood development, uh, juvenile and uh, uh, um, anti-bullying, transition to college, right? So we've worked through that whole spectrum and ours will be a a moving target based on uh, geography, Uh, location of of where that nonprofit would exist and then as we are identifying need if there's greater opportunity for us to move more resources towards one piece of that cycle we'll continue to do it but but by articulating that you know we're probably not going to focus on water we're probably you know we're we're talking about human existence because we are all about making memorable experiences as you know from me personally i'm always about making memories and to me life is the sum total of the memories that you make, so if we can assist people across the spectrum of their life and having the best possible life, we feel like that makes the world the best possible place for the efforts that we 're trying to, and then by connecting the nonprofit community with businesses that are seeking purpose in addition to what we 're doing ourselves, we feel like we can fill in the rest of the holes yeah that 's awesome let 's get
1: uh, really real here um, it's just a sort of question hit me off script a bit. Um, you have, uh, have a pretty amazing career path. Um, you have done a bit of a lot of things to get you to this place. And you and I have talked a bit about Legacy, which actually happens to be, I think, one of the companies you work for. Yeah. It's in their name. Uh, you talk, uh, we've talked a lot about Legacy. I think that first podcast that kicked off the, uh, this, this wave of promo cares initiative was about you know, waking up every day and being excited to go to work. Yeah. Uh, to, to help other people, to fill your soul, you know, to build that legacy—not just to sell, you know, logo things and make a buck. Uh, and so, salespeople have sort of lost their way in a lot of ways. And we talked about that. And here you are, you know, really taking a, a really interesting detour in your career to do something that is um, going to be hard and amazing work. Uh, and we talk about legacy. This is the stuff of legacy. So. My question is about is the why, you know, what, what in you, what is this something that you, you learn when you were a kid? Is this something that, you know, is, you've learned as you become a parent? Is this something like, you know, you're not young, but you're not old. What have you learned to have you be so inspired to create a business model around doing good? Yeah, boy, you talk about a a lot to unpack there. So <laughs> yeah, well, I can send you
0: some virtual Kleenex if you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the 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 roots run deep on that question, and I had to reconcile what was inherently seen as a distrustful medium being the thing that I was really good at at a really young age and what I didn't realize that um, it took time for me to come to grips with was I had a power that I needed to realize that I could do things with. And then once I got comfortable with the fact that it was legit a power, then it took me even more time to realize what it was I should be doing with it. And, I've always, I've reached the stage in my life now where I'm more gratified by other people's success at my helping than I am by virtue of like my own personal success. So as I came to, as you watch the environment of what's going on in the world today and you realize just how bad things are and how badly we need to reconnect, you know, I had to do that at a very early age. And by virtue of the fact that I got good at it pretty quickly. It just, it, it just took time to get to a place where to realize like we're talking about promo cares and it being businesses using their superpowers for social good. It took me a while to, to realize that that was the stew that I could be the chef of. Should I decide that that's what I wanted to do? So Then you got to have the confidence to do it. Then you have to have the wherewithal to believe that you have the possibility, right? So um, it it just got, we just had to get to that place where I had the confidence in my own ability and the willingness to do the work and to stand up and, and, and stand for something that I felt like was worth standing up for. Right on, man. That's good stuff. Uh, the majority of us
1: are rooting for you. I hope that the naysayers that are out there because sort of are questioning like what in the world you're just trying to profit off of good, which there are people out there like this. I hope sure. that, uh, you, we can sway them, uh, to, to get on this, uh, train of goodness. Um, it is going to be magic, man. And you're going to tell some stories, uh, that, that all of us are jealous about. And you're going to bring mm-hmm. us along for the ride. And inspire us to do more things in our business. I'm just, I'm, I'm sure of it, uh, on the distributor and the supplier side. But I also think the, uh, I think the end buyer, uh, is going to be hip to this. I think it's a unique conversation point. Uh, it's the sort of thing that people nod in meetings when you start talking about, uh, spend in, in the world that people are, are making decisions with their dollars, uh, to spend money with brands that are doing good. Uh, things in communities and taking care of their employees. And, um, and I think this is the stuff of, of uh, the future. I really believe it. And I think you're, you're, you're spot on. You know, I'm, I'm championing this. So
0: yeah. In closing,
1: man, you got any other
0: thoughts? Uh, I, I, you, you know, this was, uh, this was birth. This was, I had, I had surgery in the middle of all of this. I had, you know, Everything that went along with, with that, I ha, you know, we've got the MIPA presidency mixed into this thing along with everything that I've been doing from a promo care's perspective. So um, it'll be different. Things are things are gonna be different. I, I'm probably gonna be a little more quiet than people are used to. And I guess what I want everyone to understand is that's that's not any other reason than I've got a ton of work to do. And I've got a lot of things to prove to a lot of people when it comes to what we're talking about And the only way for me to be able to do that is going to be a really focused and dedicated effort outwardly Towards the people who need to hear the messages that I have to share And what I guess what I want to say to everyone that represents this community is thank you because had you had you guys not listened had people in the regional association community not asked me to come out and speak had we not been invited to a leadership development workshop to present to that crowd had PPAI not asked me to come and present an education. There's no way this happens. There's absolutely no way any of this happens. I, we had an idea and we thought that it might have some legs and I've got just enough cojones to go see exactly how many legs it has, but It won't be for a a lack of need of cheerleading. So for those of you who are naysaying, shoot holes in it because that'll help me think about ways to make it better. And for those of you who are cheering me on, don't do it quietly. Do it personally. Like, Let's continue to have conversations. Let's call me, reach out, because I'm not probably going to be as present as I've been. (laughs) up until this point, given just how much of my job has been promo cares over the course of the last few months. So I'm not going away. I'm not going to stop providing content. Just the way it's going to look is probably going to be somewhat different than what everybody's used to. So don't forget about Raj, I guess, is what I'm saying at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's possible, man. There's a lot of love for you. Mad respect.
1: uh, Well wishes. Godspeed, man. You're going to kick some serious uh, tail and and improve a lot of lives. And I think you're going to enjoy yourself uh, along the way. And I think there's a lot to be said for that.
0: I feel like uh, we're going to the top of the first hill of the roller coaster. And there's that clickety-clack, 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 right at the quiet, right when the clickety-clack stops. (laughs) And we're looking over the edge and it's about to get real. So hang tight, everybody, pay attention. If you want to know what's going on, just reach out. And thank Danny, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to help me sort of get this out in a way that I hope people can understand. And uh, as always, you've been a great inspiration to me and I appreciate your help. Yeah, a lot of love for you, man. Again, mad
1: respect. Good luck to you, brother.